She made it. <laughs> good morning, Janine. Good morning, Shannon. And good morning, whoever else is here. My name is Latasha Martin, and I am uh, the I do the morning message with different groups on Facebook in different places. It is Wednesday, which is career chat day. And um, I do apologize for being so tardy. I feel like I'm in slow motion. Like my mind is going at one rate of speed and my body is like a sloth, 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 whatever it is. And so uh, today's message is called Full Commitment. Um, good morning, Ida Lynn. And I'm just glad I made it here. I didn't realize last night, I don't know why I didn't realize it, that my full studio was torn down because I produce at a remote site on Sundays, every other Sunday. And when I came down here this morning, I thought all I had to do was connect my laptop. And I'm like, wait a minute, nothing is hooked up. And half the stuff is in my car. So I was running around. So those three minutes turned into seven. But if you could have a little grace for me today, um, I was like, I still need to come on and share, especially after yesterday's message. So let's go ahead and into a word of prayer. If you want to share this with someone today, that would be awesome. The title of today's message is called Full Commitment. Um, and that is where we are. And it was actually named that before I was running around like a crazy person in fast, slow motion. Anybody ever had that experience like you're in slow motion, but your mind is in a different rate of speed. But anyways, um, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much um, for being gracious. Dear God, we thank you so much for reminding us that sometimes when we're praying for things and we don't see those results, it's not because um, you don't want to do something. It's because you're trying to remind us that we're not fully committed. And so, dear God, today, I pray that this inspires somebody that might be struggling with the results that they feel like they're not getting in an area in their life and to remind them that full commitment looks different um, than most people think it does. And so, God, we thank you for your word. Um, I thank you so much for the Holy Spirit holding me accountable, um, chastening me and reminding me of some things. Dear God, I thank you so much for safe travels yesterday. And dear God, I thank you so much for whatever you're going to do in this moment. And so I pray that we come together and we just take a couple of minutes and not be distracted about everything that's going on in the world and just hear from you. Peace fully um, together in Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Good morning, Stephanie. So today's message is called full commitment. And so first of all, I need to do a public service announcement and apologize. I think it was yesterday. I don't even know what day it was. When I was talking about this week is the week of preparation for the Get Naked with God Challenge, getting everyone an opportunity to get their book, to go ahead and continue to register. Um, if you need be, if you struggle with time management, there's a piece of bonus content in there. There is a, a small fee for that. Um, and then if you purchase the book, it's on Amazon. So you have a few days to order that. And if you want the e-version, which again, Idolin, look at me dropping the ball. I see your name and I recognize I owe you the link for that in Amazon, how to get the e or the Kindle version of the Get, get Naked with God challenge book, because it is a hands-on experience. And so as I was talking about that, I was like, there's only a couple of people that I knew about. Then I went into my system that's tracking people who are registering. And I realized that there was another piece of the process that was broken. So there are more than a couple of people who are registered, um, no matter if it was two or 
500, I'm still going to have the same zest and commitment because God is reminding me of that. Um, what fully committed looks like and what we can't um, get tired with in our coming and our going when we're working on things that are on purpose or on mission. And so let me go here into our scripture today. And it's 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Now, when you look at this particular chapter in the NIV translation, uh, the subtitle, because I read out of the NIV, says the resurrection, um, the resurrection body. And it goes through some different examples in this. But the, the verse that resonated with me that I thought was perfect for this morning's message was the 58th verse. And this is what it says. It says, therefore, my dear brothers will add sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Let me say that one more time. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. But the reality is sometimes it doesn't feel that way, right? Now, who does that? Who reads the gospel? <laughs> And then come back and says, um, <laughs> it doesn't feel that way. Stephanie, you're asking for the link. Give me one second. I'll give it to you. Uh, hold on one moment. And uh, and I should have been prepared for that. How about that? Isn't that funny? You say something and then you're like, uh, how about you don't even help people help themselves be? Ah, give me one moment as I'm looking for that. I want to make sure I get the right one for you because that was part of the problem. I was sending people to the wrong place. So, um, and Stephanie, let me know if you can access this link. But anyway, so when you're reading this scripture and you're saying you're doing everything unto the Lord, we know that we say that, right? And yet at the same time, it's like our flesh and our spirit are like contradicting themselves. So for example, you're saying I'm pressing towards the mark and I want to stay focused and I want to do this and I want to do that. And what happens is, is your day gets hijacked. Has anyone's day ever got hijacked? Let me talk to you about what a, a hijacked day looks like. So for example, one of the things that I'm learning a lot these days is sometimes we're talking about stuff that doesn't even, it's not even worth the conversation. Let, let, let's let me give an example. Could I, if I'm not going to get myself in trouble this morning? So as many of you know, I was traveling to see my daughter. I was driving home. I caught up on a couple of phone calls and I was listening to some messages, listening to some audiobooks because that's just what I do. It's fun that way. It's fun for me. And then when I got home, I, you know, caught up with my husband and I was talking to, well, first of all, when I got home, it was so cute. My husband came out to the car. He heard the door, the garage go up. And for those who don't know, normally when I get home, for any reason, I sit in the garage for a minute just to get my mind right before I walk into the house and pray and try to get myself right. But he heard the garage door go up, so he came out and gave me a hug and then went back in the house. I don't know what that was all about, but whatever. So I was so happy. I was like, oh, isn't that cute? Anyways, so then I go in the house and I'm doing all the stuff that I'm doing. And then we got something to eat. And then I was just exhausted. So I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, oh my gosh, today is election day. A couple of people brought it up, but I was like, okay, what's going on? So I'll go and turn on the election. And this is why, this is why you need to stay fully committed to what you're doing. Like either way that the election goes, I honestly am one of those people just like, whatever. But I wanted to know was a decision made because I don't like indecision. And so this is how crazy things happen. So I'm looking on the TV and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like 10 o'clock. And I guess there's no decision. 
So then I'm like, that can't be right. Let me look on my phone. I'm like, okay, nothing there is a decision. So I was like, eh, it, you know, whatever. So I go back and forth, go back and forth. Then I'm like, no, I'm going to go watch something else. So I started watching something else. One of those Hallmark uh, movie channel shows. Anybody ever watch the Hallmarks? Give me a number one if you're a lifetime Hallmark fan. They are the dumbest movies because they do the same plot for every single movie, just a different little storyline. But anyway, so I was just like, okay, let me just go ahead and you know, watch this stuff. And I'm going to bed. So I went to bed. I woke up this morning, did my prayer time with God. And then I was just like, well, who won? Like, who who's the president, right? So then I look and I'm like, wait, there can't be this much indecision this early in the morning. And then you know what the Holy Spirit said? Like, for real, Latasha, there's nothing to talk about. So if I could give you encouragement today, if you are a person that's going into work today, just remind yourself that, until a decision is made, like there's nothing to talk about. Like that's wasted air. And what those things do is they take you off track because whether it was two minutes or seven minutes or 70 minutes or seven hours that people were trying to figure out and have all these conversations at the end of the day, until a decision is made, there's really nothing to talk about. So why can't we just say again that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it and focus on this stuff right here. Like, what is God calling me to? Like, I want us to write in the comments, my call. What is my call? And am I really fully committed to the thing that God is saying that you need to be focused on? And this is where it became real for me. If I was focused more on the Get Naked With God challenge than a lot of other projects that I'm working on right now, I would have probably known a few days ago that the link was broken, but I assumed it was good. And what I realized about really good practitioners is they're always, they got these checks and balances in their systems so they can identify something is broken. When I work with my when I work with my clients, I will tell them often, you want to have something that you measure, but you also want to have things in your process to monitor that nothing is wrong. That's why we have gauges. That's why on your car it says it's time for oil change or there's a little light that you need a service. There's a gauge that lets you know that something is off because as we're on autopilot, we forget to focus on the things that are important. I even think about, Stephanie, I hear you said, she said the same thing this morning. I even think about habits. You know, I didn't walk. I haven't walked since Friday, Friday or Saturday. I don't even know. And I was laughing because when I was with my daughter, we were staying up late and I was oversleeping. So my normal, my rhythm, my pattern, my habits are to go to bed at a whatever time and I wake up at 4 35 o'clock. It was a struggle to wake up this morning. I woke up at 4 30, but you know what I did? I went back to sleep because I was tired because I messed up my, my patterns. And what I realized is if I'm fully committed to missional things, you can't, People who are really disciplined, it doesn't matter what the situation is. They're going to stay focused on what they know takes to, for them to get results. Now, do I regret that? No, because it's my daughter and that's important. But what I was reminded of this morning is, Latasha, if you want results, Ida Lynn, Stephanie, Shannon, I don't know who team, Facebook user, whatever is, but like all of y'all, if y'all want results for something that's missional, you need to stay committed. But you want to know why it's so easy to put our mission aside? 
if I could get an amen this morning. You know why it's so easy to put our mission aside? Because when it comes to this passage, this is real. It says, therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm and let nothing move you and always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. The problem is when we don't see the results, it's hard to stay motivated. Am I alone? When you don't see the results that you desire, doesn't mean that there's not results that are coming. But if there's not results that you desire, it's easy to put your habits on the shelf. So if you've been working out for months and you haven't lost a pound, it's easy for you to let something derail your your habits and your flow and your process because you're not getting the results that you desire. So let me give you another example. I've been walking for months and the scale has moved slightly. But what I didn't realize until this week when I was putting on real clothes was that most of my pants were too big. And if I just sat and said to myself, I'm looking at me all the time, it looks like the needle's not moving. It wasn't until I put on something that I used to do to realize there had been a change. So for some of us, we are committed and we feel like our work is in vain because we're not seeing the fruit. But I want you to know today that if you are fully committed, God sees it. He sees all the things you're doing whether it's public or private. He sees that when you have that struggle to stay committed to that new habit, that new change, that new you, and you feel like, well, nobody in the world is recognizing the new version of you and you get frustrated. So the minute you can derail or get distracted, you go that way. I want you to be encouraged today to stay on course. And so this is what I realized a few things. There is a struggle to stay focused when you don't see those results. There is a struggle to complete your to-do list. And there's one thing when God moves you away from your agenda because there's something missional. So for example, the last couple of days when I was out of town with my daughter, that wasn't on my, my plan or my agenda. But when I look at the priorities of my life, it was easy for me to say yes to that. But at the same time, this motivation that we need The reason why that we're doing this Get Naked With God challenge is because it will be a community of people who are saying, I want a transformation and I know it begins with intimacy with God. And when I spend time getting naked with God, if I'm fully committed to this thing in this process and I have an accountability person that can call and check check in on me or there's a place where I can go to get some inspiration, Like there's a Facebook group. So if you register, make sure you go in there, introduce yourself and say, this is one of my goals for this Get Naked With God challenge. That information is over there. It will not be shared over here, but it will keep you motivated because even when you're not, you got somebody that's going to say, hey, Shannon, I haven't seen you post in a minute. What's going on? My sister in Christ. Or, hey, Idolin, hey, Janine, what's going on? You said you wanted this and I haven't seen you in a minute. And this is why when you have a community, it's easier to stay fully committed to this thing than it is if you try to go off on your own. Because on your own, you get discouraged. On your own, you get frustrated. On your own, you're like, why do I even show up like this? I mean, I think one of the thankless 
jobs that we have in our lives is sometimes being parents, right? Like our kids will take and take and take and take and take, and there's not many thank yous until you have a weekend like I had a last couple of days where I see my daughter who's in a place of appreciation and gratitude that if I would have thought that was going to happen three years ago, like who knew? Like I was like, God, I like this season. But what it reminds me of is this passage. You can't give up on your kids just because it feels like they're not saying thank you. Even sometimes in our relationships, you know, I was having a conversation with another person that's married and I was saying like, you know, it took me a long time to start articulating my needs in this marriage because for so long I was just in this shell, frustrated, mad at everybody and nobody even knows I'm mad. You ever been mad and nobody knew you were mad? Like, that's funny. Like you're mad, you're frustrated. Nobody knows you're mad. Nobody knows you're frustrated because you still keep complying and serving others and just neglecting yourself. And you mad and nobody know you're mad and you mad because they don't know you're mad. (laughs) That's funny, but it's real. But what I realize is if if we commit ourselves, the Lord sees that we're honoring the responsibilities in our lives, no matter how frustrated we might be in the flesh. Let's say that there's a goal that you have, like there's a job that you want, a business that you're running, and you're like, I don't get the results. And my challenge for you today is, are you fully committed? Are you doing the things publicly and then continuing to do those things privately? Because some of us are real good with publicly doing stuff. But if we were real honest with ourselves, when we're alone, we're not doing what we need to do. Right. Like you see people, I want to have this health life and they post and they doing it for the gram. But then, you know, them and you see them eating a chicken wing. Nah, you're not fully committed to that thing. And so what I'm realizing is, is that we when when God is reminding us in this text, he says, always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. The work of the Lord is in multiple compartments of your life. It's not just one area. If you have a mission, it's not going to cause division in the different roles that you have. So if you are a a, a mom, a, a wife, a mother, a sister, and a daughter, you're not gonna have missional things or you're, you're not gonna have things that are in conflict. Now you might have to create a boundaries in those different areas, but it's different than saying that they're contradicting themselves. Because God gives you peace when you live your life in the season and the order that you're in. And if when I'm saying these things, they sound like foreign concepts. Those are some of the things that we learn in the Get Naked with God challenges. What are your priorities and and how should you reteach people how to treat you? So that you can focus on what the Lord is asking you to do. And even if you don't see the natural results, you know that you have the peace beyond all understanding that you're moving in the right direction. So I want to encourage you guys today to be fully committed. How about today? Because it's a day of a lot of confusion, I think, because I still don't know what the results are. Maybe we won't know for days. But how about we commit to joy? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And then the other priorities that we have that we need to be committed to, we can start asking God to show us these things. But we have the joy of the Lord that we're not going to get distracted. We're not going to get frustrated, you know. This, this election has caused so much division in houses, in friendships, in your Facebook friends. And so what I would challenge you to do is just say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And listen, this is the other thing, and I just want to leave on this. 
don't just say these things publicly. Like, so I, I did notice I was laughing when I was looking at Facebook, all these people saying things they're doing to stay distracted. But when you're on Facebook, like you're going to see stuff in the backdrop. How about you just disconnect from social media for a minute? How about that? Listen to some music, do some stuff and really like dive into some things that are different. And it's okay if you look at the results, like it's not a distraction. If you're a person that likes resolution like me, it's kind of like you can't focus on a thing that you say that you don't want because it makes it harder for you to stay away from it. Let me explain what that means. One of the things that I had to learn early about this whole rechanging my body and my image and my body size and all of that is I can't keep saying I don't want candy. I have to say I don't eat candy, right? But if I'm a person that needs to know because I'm just nosy like that, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm real nosy sometimes about certain things. Like I do want to know the results of the election, even though it doesn't matter. I just want to know who wins. Who's going to be honest today and to say, I do too. <laughs> like, just be honest. I do too. So don't just kind of keep distracting yourself, but you might need to do it in moderation. I'll only check once an hour or I'll only check every couple of hours. But just to say, I'm just going to check out for the whole day. Like, for me, that's unrealistic because I, I, I want to know. I, I do want to know. And I'm honest with myself. We got to be honest with ourselves and, and not just to do stuff for the gram or do stuff for the for social media, because the reality is that's just going to make you miserable. So I do want to know, but I'm fully committed to the other things that I have to do today. So if I have it in the backdrop and it doesn't bother me, I'm OK with that. Like, I want to know. Thank you, J.D. Cut Crit. I don't know who you are, but thank you for your honesty. I want to know. Like, I want to know. Even if it's going to take days, I just, I want to know. And wanting to know does not mean that it, like, I'm going to go crazy either way. I just like resolution. I do not like things to be out in limbo. That's just me. That's who I am. That's who I am. Anyways, I'm not going to sing. Well, I did, but whatever. So anyways, I just want you to be fully committed to whatever God is calling you to do. I've gone a little long today. I'm excited to be back with you guys. I got my studio set back up. Make sure you guys tune in at uh, noon today for uh, uh, Career Chats. We have a special guest. His name is Frank Williams. He's going to give us some bonus information about some resources that you can enroll in. That's a good, cool thing to keep you distracted for a while. Um, tomorrow night, they have a virtual open house. He'll share more about that as he talks about his career journey. But I'm excited. I know that this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And I want to try to work myself back into my routine because I like it. It's good for my body, good for my soul. Um, dear God, we thank you so much today for just being a good God. Lord, I pray that the words that I said made sense. Um, sometimes we feel like we're all over the place, but God, we know that you are a sovereign God. And whatever anyone needed to hear from today, I pray that they got that little nugget and they ran with it. Lord, today I pray again for our leaders. I pray for the people who are responsible to oversee the election process, that they are able to stay focused on their assignment and whatever the results are, God, I pray that people will just have peace and be able to accept that. Because at the end of the day, God, we know that you are the ultimate person who reigns over each one of us, but you do allow us to be led and managed by man. And so, dear God, I pray today that as believers, we are authentic to our truth of being made in the image of God and that we can love one another, that there is no condemnation because in you, there is none. Dear God, your grace is so amazing. And I pray today that we can demonstrate some of the grace that Jesus gave to us when he died on the cross. 
I know we're not as good as Jesus, but I pray that we strive and we have grace. Dear God, that we remind ourselves that we're dealing with people and people situations are always messy, but you still love us. So we still need to love each other. And so, dear God, I pray that the agenda of your mission before us, that we are more committed to that than any other distractions and detours that come our way, unless you place them there for us. Dear God, I pray that we take time to be intimate and hear what you're saying about how we should move forward with today, tomorrow, and each day after that. God, we love you so much. We give you the highest praise today, God. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. I love you. See you again at noon. Holler back. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. God bless.